Welcome to the podcast that's all about empowering women so they can have a thriving career as a mother. This podcast is for high-achieving women who want to have a successful career without sacrificing quality time and connection with their kids. Get insights, tips and strategies about doing work you love by leveraging your natural gifts and superpower as a mom. It's time to change the narrative around being a career mom from one of struggle, sacrifice and stress to something that's empowering, uplifting and rewarding. Thanks for listening and join me on this journey. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today is step two in that four-step series about how to tap into your feminine energy. And if you've missed step one, which is all about awareness, then I suggest that you listen to that before this episode because they kind of move in chronological order, especially if this is something brand new to you. Um, we do need to, first of all, be aware uh, practice awareness first. And this step two today is kind of like a progression from there. And I wanted to start today's episode with a little story to kind of help to illustrate the point about curiosity, about staying curious. And um, well, there's this thing that my husband does every year, and he's promised his late grandmother he would do every year, which is to go to the temple each year at a certain point each year to offer up some um, prayers in honor of her. And in the course of, you know, doing the prayers, I, I think he also was pondering upon this new step that he's about to embark on, which is to kind of start his own insurance agency. And, you know, he had discussed it with his mentor and um, the, the, the name of the agency was going to have the word rockstar in it, like something rockstar agency. It's, there's a whole story behind it, but I'm not going to talk too much about it. Basically, my husband's kind of like the top performing, um, agent in his district. And so, you know, people kind of, and he himself <laughs> refers to him as a rockstar for the group. And so, the, um, you know, his boss and him were discussing and thought that, you know, the, the word rockstar would be appropriate to have in the name of his agency. So anyway, he's at the temple, he's praying, he's, you know, he's, he's kind of like doing his prayers, thinking about his grandma. And then one of the things that came into his awareness, which is step one, right, of the process here, is um, to ask for direction, to ask for a sign if this was the path he should continue or should he just continue focusing on being kind of like, just do the sales, not lead a team, not start his own agency because of course, you know, when once you start running your own thing, it's, it's more than just bringing in the sales, right? You've got a whole lot of other things you need to deal with, managing a team and all of that. So he wasn't really sure, he was quite hesitant. And so he asked, you know, is this the path I should take? Should I be starting up my own agency, this rockstar agency? And so, you know, this was in India and at this point it's scorching heat. And so the priest walks, I think they, I mean, I'm not really familiar. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't really practice uh, Sikhism. And uh, so he says there's this practice where the priest comes down to the main hall and usually they would give people like sweets or something, some, some sort of a sweet thing. But because it's so hot in India right now, the priest starts handing out bottles of mineral water on it. And so my husband receives it with thanks, grateful, and he's still, you know, kind of like in a state of prayer. 
And then the funny thing was he finally wanted to have a drink of water because it was so hot and he was going to open that bottle of mineral water. He turns and looks at the label and the name of the uh, mineral water was Rockstar. (laughs) And so he completely freaks. I mean, like he's not the most, I would say I do consider him spiritual, but he's also very practical and, um, you know, so it kind of really struck him. And so he came back home and he was telling me about this experience. And he said, well, is, is that a sign? Could it be a sign? You know, I mean, there's still a little bit of small, little bit of doubt. And I said, yeah, of course it's a sign, right? Um, because, you know, how do we tell between something as mere coincidence versus a calling or a sign that means something to us? It's all about the meaning behind it, right? As Greg Lavoy writes in his book, Callings, something that is just a coincidence could be, you know, you think about a song in your head and then it plays on the radio, right? I mean, that's coincidence and that's nice that, um, to me, I always feel that's kind of our connection to something bigger than ourselves Um, or if you think about a friend and then they call or you receive a text that means a little bit more right and so with this one I feel like I told him I think it's a clear sign because you were consciously asking for direction and asking for a sign and asking if this is the path in that kind of environment you were asking it and and then it's not like some other person, but the priest comes to you and gives you that bottle of mineral water. And, you know, we're not, we've never ever heard of a brand rock star mineral water, right? Um, but he got that. So that holds a lot of meaning for him. So, uh, you know, Greg Lavoie explains how when it carries meaning for us, actually, that is really more of a sign that's for us. It's like a sign towards your calling, a path that to follow versus just mere coincidence. And, you know, that's the thing about also tapping into our kind of feminine energy, right? So just really in a very simple nutshell, if you haven't heard the first episode, the difference being masculine and feminine energy, and it doesn't, it is not limited to the gender that we are. It doesn't mean that only women and girls have feminine energy and no masculine energy and men only have masculine energy and no feminine energy. No, masculine energy is kind of like the goal-getting, very um, driven and hustle kind of energy of going and doing something. And um, feminine energy is more of an inflow and you're receiving and you're allowing and you're stepping back and, you know, that kind of a, of an energy. So it's just a different... Um, nature of the energy and we have both um it's just that i think in um, those of us who are in a more um i don't know what's the word for it but maybe westernized um culture or go-getting culture we might be more familiar with the masculine energy more than the feminine energy of allowing and allowing the flow and stepping back and being still and actually not doing anything and even holding ourselves back from taking impulsive action. Um, so that's a little bit more feminine. Um, so anyway, uh, that's the difference between masculine and feminine energy. Um, so the second step in today's episode I want to talk about is just being curious 
and curiosity. Um, very much like the story I told you is not to just dismiss everything as mere coincidence, but actually it is to be curious when we do receive something that means something to us, just to be curious about what, what's the universe or life or higher intelligence or whatever you want to call it. What's, what's it trying to tell us? You know, is this something I should take action on or not? Right. So we don't have to dismiss them right away. Um, neither do we need to necessarily take it that it's a sign that I must do something about it. Because honestly, I feel that, you know, in my experience, life has a way of helping us to confirm something by sending us repeated signals until we get it right. Whether it's a positive thing or a negative thing. So when you don't really pay attention to the smaller signs, um, and you're not sensitive to it and um, you can't discern it, then we just get bigger and more obvious signals until we get it. Um, that's been my experience when I do reflect upon things that have happened and the, the way things have turned out. So, you know, whenever we, we get something like that, maybe it means something, maybe it doesn't. Is I, I think what's useful is to just get a sense for what it feels like when we receive this kind of a signs. And if we are resisting it, you know, what's behind that resistance? Is it out of fear of the action or what you're going to have to do if you follow it? Maybe it might require you to do something you've never done before. So maybe it feels risky or are you resisting it because it doesn't feel right to you? Maybe it's something that's not in alignment with your values or maybe it feels a little bit off for you. So you just want to kind of pay attention to what it feels like within you because these differences, they can be quite subtle. However, if you keep practicing step one, which is all about awareness, and then you include this step of being curious, staying curious, and also being open to what it could mean for you and how it's making you feel. These are always um, little techniques, I guess, or things you can do to help you tap into your feminine energy and balance that out with your masculine energy. If you're someone who's very used to just doing a lot of actions, you know, taking a lot of logically, rationally driven kind of actions and um, just go getting, maybe it's also time to put a bit of balance and rebalance that energy with a bit more of a feminine energy. And these are two steps that you can take uh, to help you to do that. And over time, as you keep practicing, you're going to get more adept at recognizing if something is in alignment with your true self or if it is based on some kind of irrational fear, right? That's keeping you safe and stuck in the same place. And sometimes our fears, um, they're quite um, sneaky that way. I mean, fear is very useful. Fear is what we need to survive, to keep us alive and breathing. But when it becomes irrational fear, that's when it can keep us stuck, right? Because it's kind of our ego's way of keeping us inside what's safe and known and um, therefore keeps us alive. But we need to be able to tell the difference between something that's keeping us alive and well and healthy and thriving 
versus something that's keeping us living a very small life, just uh, keeping to ourselves, not really doing anything uh, that is going to give us fulfillment and joy. Sure, it can keep us safe, but it can also keep us quite unfulfilled, right? If you never do anything new, imagine if you never really um, try anything new, explore anything new, you just stick to what you've known from when you were growing up and what feels safe and you spend the rest of your life doing that. I mean, just imagine and visualize what kind of a life that would be. Is that what life is supposed to be? Or is life there for us to grow and progress and evolve and discover as we go along? Of course, being responsible. I'm not saying being reckless and doing crazy things and doing illegal things. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying life is kind of like a journey uh, over time to discover more and more about ourselves, more and more about what we're capable of. And I believe for most of us, we want to feel like we matter in this life, that our life counts for something, that we can impact the people around us. And when I like to say we want to make the world a better place, you don't have to think of that as something huge, right? Like world peace. It's your world. Your world is surrounded by your family, your friends, the people you love, your colleagues, your acquaintances, people you interact with. That's your world. How can you make that a better world? So I believe that we all feel good, fulfilled when we feel productive, when we feel we're adding value, when we feel like we can help others. And, you know, that's really what life is about. I, I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent here already, but I feel like that is when people talk about how I don't feel like uh, I feel dissatisfied in my life. I feel like something's missing in my life. I don't have a direction. You know, sometimes it's in terms of our career. Sometimes that's just a doorway into something bigger and deeper that we feel stuck because maybe we have been just living in a small little box of the comfort zone. Because when we step out and we learn and we discover and we realize what we're capable of and we see the impact that we can bring to other people's lives and we can help other people transform and grow, it is really fulfilling. At least for me, it is. And that's why I do this, right? So I think that, you know, we will need to be um, willing, right? And curious to try and make some mistakes along the way. That's how discoveries are made. That's how any progress is made. We don't make progress by staying safe and just doing what is tried and known already. We make discoveries by experiments. And and that's how we find out, oh, we need to maybe do some refinements, tweak this a little bit. And, and that's how, how we learn. We make mistakes and we course correct. And in the process, we're going to discover more and more about what it means to be truly ourselves. And it is when we are as close as possible to who we really are, that we feel more and more fulfilled and satisfied and that the life that we are living is meaningful. 
if you're someone who wants to live a life that is fulfilled and is meaningful, then we are going to have to kind of do things that are new and unfamiliar to us sometimes so that we can discover more and more about ourselves and how we can also make our world a better place. So this is what I have to share for step two in terms of stepping into and tapping into your feminine energy. It's all about being curious, being willing to be open and to receive the signs. And sometimes these signs come to us very quietly, I think we tend to get a lot more clouded by the noisy voices, the rationalizing voice and the logical voice in our heads. Um, that tends to be a lot noisier and that tends to be a lot more frequent. But the voice of your um, inner self or that comes from your feminine energy where you are receiving and you're allowing tends to be quieter and gentler, but it's something that you can feel because when you get it and you sense it and you hear it, it's going to get you to stop and pause for a moment. And just most of us will just wonder about it and we'll have a question around it. But over time, as you practice it, you're going to be able to recognize it and you're going to um, know that that is actually the other energy that you are bringing in to your experience, besides just the masculine go-getting energy, there's also this other energy, the feminine energy, that is actually uh, needs to be also in balance for us to live a happier and more fulfilled life. So that's what I have for today. Again, um, if you've missed the first step, then go listen to the previous episode and remember to come back for step three next week in this four-step process to tap into your feminine energy. All right then, thanks for listening to the end and I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so that more women can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about how you can thrive as a career mom, come to my free masterclass, Thriving in Career and Motherhood. Go to SharonSingSidhu.com forward slash meetup to register. I look forward to seeing you there.